Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Remember, guys, we've got our $100 giveaway this week going to one lucky winner. All you have to do to enter is leave a review on our podcast here. It has to include the code word footy. So leave a review, code word footy, and then put your name at the bottom. On Sunday night, I'm going to pick a winner. There'll be $100 coming out to that person. Make sure you jump into reviews, use the code word footy, and put your name at the bottom. Let's kick off the podcast. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. I'm going to go through each game from week one of the finals and talk about what I saw and how I saw it play out. Now, I'm going to start with the Canberra Raiders versus the Cronulla Sharks. Obviously, the Cronulla Sharks, they got out to an early lead. They look sensational, to be honest with you. I think that was the best 20 minutes of footy I've seen from the Sharks all year. Without Sean Johnson, you know, he's been their main man. I think it's the most complete footy I've seen them play. They look more dangerous to me than what they have all year, especially coming up against a top eight side, you know, a top four side, in my opinion, the Canberra Raiders. I mean, they've put a lot of big scores on pretty bang average sides and, you know, come up with all these amazing stats against the average teams. But it's it was this game for me that really impressed me from the Sharks. I mean, granted, they ended up going down by what, 12 points or so and really weren't in the contest at the end but the first half I was really impressed with them the way they came out and played obviously two really big turning points in that first half one of them was Blake Braley when he got injured that's a massive loss for them when you look through the rest of their side I think Scotty Sorensen had to jump into hooker that was a massive loss for them Blake Braley's had a fantastic year he's really improved as a footballer for him to you know score that try a fantastic moment but then go down with injury just absolutely devastating to watch Uh, hasn't been a great year for the Braley's unfortunately looking forward to both of them coming back next year Uh, for the Sharks though a couple of guys that have really stood out for me this year Royce Hunt he didn't play in that game he's been a fantastic find from them. I spoke about him on my page when he first came and played. He debuted for the Raiders about two years ago, and he's been playing in the Mounties since, absolutely carving that up. He's in that real Andrew Fafita sort of mould. I think with a full preseason under his belt, I think he's going to be a guy to watch over the next two or three years. I think he really could be anything. Huge potential there. And the other one that's really excited me this year has been Sifatalakai. 
He's a, he's a local guy from around my area. And when he was growing up, he was just absolutely carving it. Started at the Bunnies. He ended up at Penrith. Unwanted at both. Went to Newtown and then made his way into the Shark system. And now he's one of the most valuable players at the Cronulla Sharks. He's really impressed me. I'm really looking forward to seeing where Siffer goes over the next few years. The potential there is endless. I mean, he's been jagged around sort of centre, second row. I'm really hoping next year he lands on an edge. I'd love to see him land on that edge with Sean Johnson. I know Britton Acora's there, but... I don't think you can keep Talakai out of this side for much longer. He has been sensational. The other guy that's really impressed me has been Toby Rudolph, another South Sydney guy. He has just gone to a new level this year, playing incredible footy. I remember watching him play in a grand final of the New South Wales Cup a few years ago, and he he, he uh, copped an ACL injury. And you know, just from hearing local guys here talk about that it could have been Red Rover for him, he's done fantastic to come back, and he's come back even better. So well done to Toby Rudolph. A fantastic season for the Sharks. As you all know, when we went into the COVID break, I think they they were 0 and 2. They hadn't won a game yet, and I think they won their first game. They lost their first game when they came back. So they were 0 and 3. And I said they'd make the eight. They managed to creep into the eight. It was far from impressive, but they did show you in that game the other night that they can play footy. They are a quality side. I'm a little bit nervous for them next year. Obviously, Sean Johnson, he's going to miss the majority of next year. Some of these halves are going to have to, some of these young halves are going to have to come in and play big minutes there. Matty Moylan's still up in the air. What's going on there? I can't see them making the eight next year, to be honest with you. I think in an extended season, they probably miss the eight. This year, probably lucky it was cut short. So my little tip there of them, of them to make the eight, without a doubt, it was pretty lucky. But they did show you there in the first half against Cambrai's that they are a good quality side and they can play footy. They just need to do it for extended periods. On the other side of the fence, the Canberra Raiders, the finals hardened Canberra Raiders. Now, they were down in this game. I think they were down 12-6 or 14-6 or something. And normally that spells trouble, but, you know, we all saw in week one of the 2020 series that being down by 10 or 12, it doesn't matter anymore. Teams can switch the momentum so quickly, and that's what the Canberra Raiders did. Now, I really think this team is the smoky for this premiership this year out of the teams that are left. They're the one team that I could see making a real run. It's going to be tough for them, though. They're going to have to play the Roosters this week. So the hype around that game, the grand final replay, that's going to be massive. The Roosters coming off two losses. They don't lose many games. To lose two in a row in finals, unheard of for the Roosters. I mean, they wouldn't have lost... They would have won, lost, what, one finals game in the last three or four years? So for them to be in the position there and they're going to be up for this game, Canberra Raiders, this is their grand final. Yeah, they're going to be up for this game. They want, to, they, they want to get the Roosters back for what happened last year. Really interesting for the Canberra Raiders. I mean, in order to win this premiership, they're going to have to beat the Roosters. They're going to have to beat Melbourne. And then more than likely, they're going to have to beat the Penrith Panthers. So they're going to have to beat the two teams that, you know, have dominated the last decade. And then they're going to have to beat the team that's dominated this year, the Penrith Panthers. They're essentially going to have to play three grand finals in a row, which makes it extremely difficult. But... This is the sort of team that you put them in a corner, they're going to fight out of it. This is what I love about the Canberra. This is what I love about that chat that I had with uh, Brett White the other day. You know, they don't make excuses. When they're down and out, they get themselves up and they go again. Yeah, they had every reason in that grand final last year to complain about referees and point fingers. They didn't. Yeah, they accepted that they had to be better. This is what I love about the Canberra Raiders. I've spoken about him all year, Johnny Bateman. He's got a real point to prove. He wants to leave with a trophy. He wants to leave the Canberra Raiders as the defending premiers. It really hurt him last year, what happened. You will remember after that grand final, John Bateman was the man that stayed out on the field longer to watch the Roosters celebrate. Yeah, he wanted to bottle up that pain. 
I think he's going to be in for a really big finish to this season. I love what the halves are doing. Jack Whiten has just gone to a new level. George Williams, he's fit in like a glove. He's been fantastic. Tommy Starling at Hooker, I've spoken about him a few times. Just doing sensational stuff. I can't believe I'm talking about this team in such a positive light when Josh Hodgson's sitting in the stands. It's incredible what they're doing. And Ricky Stewart... He's going to have their backs up against the wall. It's a siege mentality for the next three weeks. They're going to have to beat the three best teams in the NRL, in my opinion, to win this premiership. But if there's any team that can do it, that can say, fuck you, we're coming at you, it's the Canberra Raiders. It's going to be really exciting over the next few weeks. Can't wait for it. They've got a running hooker and they've got a running halves. They suit the rules of rugby league nowadays. If their forward pack can compete and win the ruck, which they usually do, Josh Papali, I heard Brett Finch talking the other day. If you've got the toughest guy on the field in your team, it's massive. There's not many guys tougher than Josh Papali. Joe Tapanay, he's another one. He's got absolute spiders on him at the moment, playing sensational footy. Elliot Whitehead is in career-best form. There are a heap of guys there that are putting their hand up, and they're willing to go forward for Ricky Stewart. It's going to be a really interesting watch to Canberra Raiders. Can't wait to see them in the grand final replay this week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.